Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teacher Jala podcast. I am Teacher Jala. Today, how about we start with the question? I have a question for you. If you have a young child, especially toddler, what is your toddler's favorite song? Well, as a teacher, I'm in a toddler class, preschool class as well. There are certain songs that children sometimes ask us to, to sing together or to play on the speaker. What's your child's favorite song? I'm sure Old MacDonald is one of your child's favorite song. Is that right? Well, Old MacDonald is a great song. We get to sing many animals names and the children get to think about you know how the animals look like what animals live in the farm what sounds they make right so it's a great song but it only talks about the animals in the farm right that can be a great start but do you talk about other animals as well there are animals in the zoo. There are animals in the like very hot area. There are animals that live in a very cold area. Also, there are animals who live in, yeah, very hot area, but like a rainforest. There are that kind of animals as well. And there are also dinosaurs. So there are many different kinds of animals, right? But oftentimes, we start with the old McDonald's song, but we don't necessarily get to expand to the animals in different regions. Is that right? Do you agree? And, you know, when they get older, like uh, when they reach toddler age, preschooler age, they finally start to understand things better and we can communicate better with them. Their speed of learning gets faster, right? And we are also excited to, you know, teach many things, as many as possible, right? But there are so many things in the world so oftentimes we don't get to teach everything. Well, learning doesn't end at preschool. Of course, it continues as they go enter into school. But, you know, as they get older, there are more things they have to learn. So the point here is that I know it's really easy to, you know, start with the old McDonald song or like five little monkeys, five little frog, five little ducks, and then we don't really think about extending their knowledge about animals. Just I'm just talking about the area of animal. So I support the idea of um, theme-based learning. Sometimes I don't always support it. I don't recommend theme-based learning all the time. But there is a benefits of theme-based learning. Because that way, we can introduce new ideas, new things, new interests that the children were not aware of before. And I think even like just bringing random ideas into the classroom, into your house, and then start talking about it can be a good thing as well. Let me give you an example. 
So yeah, Old MacDonald is also our favorite songs in our classrooms. They love to sing that. They know all the animals. They know all the sounds of the animals. So they love to sing it together. So that's great. We sometimes put, you know, farm animals or zoo animals in different play area, play with the different animals in the block center with the blocks, or they can play in the dramatic center, wherever they want to play. They can play, they play with the different kinds of animals. And in winter time, in winter time, the teacher, another teacher, introduced different kinds of animals. So because it's in winter time, she brought some Arctic animal figures. And then they were in the sensory bean with some with some you know white stuff to pretend it's like a, it's an Arctic area. And then some Arctic animals. Our toddlers were very, very interested in them. They they touched it, they played with them. And I was sitting beside the sensory bean because there were uh there were some marbles. So we had to watch. So I was sitting there and many children like picked up the Arctic animals and showed it to me. Like with the surprising, like a happy face. Look, look at this. And I said, like, what is that? And many times they don't know the name of the animal. They didn't know about the seals. So I said, this is seal. When I said, it's a seal, the child repeated, seal, yeah, it's a seal. And then they found different seals in different colors and different sizes. So that was really good play for that day. So like this, you can just randomly bring new things and expose your child to them. Even though they didn't know what they are, but they were interested because it was things that they didn't see before and they were interested. And then it became an opportunity to learn about the new animals, right? I don't know if you notice, I'm sure you notice this at home too. Like oftentimes children get stuck on one idea, especially if it's something that they learned newly. That idea, that new learning kind of gets stuck in them and they kind of believe that that's the only way to do this thing or this is the only thing that applies to this thing. You know what I mean? So children often get stuck on one idea. So sometimes as adults around them, bringing new things, just bringing new random things and introducing them to children can be really beneficial thing. Just like we introduced the Arctic animals. Well, it was kind of related because it's winter time. But anyway, you, you get the idea, right? So today, I want to introduce a, a random book. It's a little random book because I don't really talk about the academic learning stuff because that is not my most important or most interesting area. I like to teach about the mindset area. So that's why I don't really talk much about those areas. But today's book that I am introducing you today is accounting book. It's accounting book, but 
little different counting book. You know, sometimes the counting book, it starts from zero and around 10, right? But this book starts counting from nine and then it goes up to 100. Well, this book, it's called When I Am Bigger. Let me double check. Uh, when I Am Bigger by Maria Dack. But actually, I just found that there is a there's a book before this one, which is called When I Am Big. So When I Am Big, that's counting from zero or one to 10. One to 10, one to 10, I think. And then this, When I Am Bigger, it goes up to 100. If you have a really young toddlers, you can start with when I'm big. But if you have toddler or preschooler, like older toddler and preschooler, I recommend this book, When I Am Bigger. And I'm going to explain why. This book doesn't really have a storyline. It has a story, but it's not like that story story. But it has good messages. The words and the sentences in the book it provoked the out-of-the-box thinking. So that's why I am introducing this book to you guys today because I'm a growth mindset teacher and I love to talk about, you know, imagination and creativity. Don't be overwhelmed by that. It goes from nine to hundred because we don't get to count every single number from nine to hundred. It's going to be very boring for children. It just stops at random number. So it starts with nine. And then I think it goes to like 15 and then 26 and then, you know, 32, 72 and then 100. It goes something like that at random number. Counting at random number is, you might think that Counting at random number, does that really help children to learn how to count? You may think it doesn't, but I believe it helps. They're not going to learn how to count perfectly through this book. But the reason why we are using this book, the reason why I am recommending this book is because it helps children to get familiar with the numbers even bigger numbers, and to keep their interest in the numbers. And also because it promotes the creativity and the growth mindset. So let me read some of the lines from the book. It's a very simple book, so there are not many lines, but I'm going to read a few of them. When I'm bigger, I will have nine ideas every second. I will eat 34 cherries and plant the seeds to grow a cherry orchard. Then I will have more cherries. In the winter, I will build a snowman using 37 snowballs. I will open an animal shelter. Altogether, my cuddly creatures will have 42 ears. What do you think about the lines? Aren't they so creative? And cherry orchard part, it promotes the growth mindset. You don't have to stop at just eating 34 cherries. 
Think about the future. If we plant the seeds, we can get more cherries. We can grow not just one cherry tree. We can make many cherry trees and make a cherry orchard. And then you will get many more cherries. And you can open an animal shelter. Have you ever thought about animal shelter? Well, I never thought about it. But you can build an animal shelter. And you can count your animals by ears. Well, there can be animals who don't have two ears. But it's just new perspective. It's a different perspective. We are just counting ears. It's really outside the box thinking, right? And again, counting at random number, counting the random numbers of things is good here because, you know, sometimes it gets boring. This page, we counted nine butterflies. And the next page, it will be 10 ice cream. And the next page, it will be 11 something. Next page, 12 something, you know. When are we going to get 200? Children can get bored by counting up 200. Again, the purpose but of this book, the purpose of using this book in our play is to expose our children to the numbers and to show them there are bigger numbers other than 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There are bigger numbers. And when it gets bigger, you know, when you see the more, when you see more things on the book, there were like five snails. And the next page, there are like, like this many, this many snails. So when things get more and more, the number gets bigger. And sometimes when the number gets bigger, it becomes two digits. Not only one digit number, it becomes two digit number. And when it reaches 100, it becomes a three-digit number, right? So they can learn that as well. So what we want to do here is expose our children to the numbers, small numbers and big numbers, and help them to get interested to them. Also, provoke a new way of thinking, out-of-the-box thinking, imaginative, creative thinking and having an open mind, rose mind. So I want to say this. Don't think that uh, this book is not good for your child because your child is just a toddler and she can only count up to five. It's okay, even though your child can only count up to five by herself or by himself, still just expose your child to this book, to expose your child to these bigger numbers. You know, through repetition, your child will get the ideas and she and he will be more interested in learning to count things. And again, aside from this counting part, I love the messages of this book. Just throwing a random but very creative ideas. Like, I'm going to eat cherries and I'm going to plant them and I'm going to grow a cherry orchard. Or... I'm going to build an animal shelter and I'm going to count their ears. Just promoting creative thinking is so good enough to introduce this book to your child. This book, I found it on YouTube and I read it from there. But 
if you really want to get the benefits of this book, I recommend buying this book or you can borrow from the library. You know, that way your child and you can actually point things in the book and then count together. And this book is good to repeat again and again and again. So if you can get the book, that would be nice. That's it for this week. I think it was a little short, but that's okay. I gave you the message that I wanted to give. And thank you for coming and listening today. I'm going to see you next week again. Bye.